In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the July 22nd edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Hespar. And now the news. Endorsements. Yeah. We got endorsements. We do, or... Well, somebody has endorsements. Okay. This is a year, the season of endorsements. There you go. And Iraq Prime Minister Nouri oh. al-Maliki yeah. endorsed Barack Obama's call for a timetable for a U.S. withdrawal from Iraq. You hear about that, right? Yeah, of course said, I heard about that then, one. And yeah. soon afterwards, the, the embassy in Baghdad got all bunched up. Because you can't do that. So, so they called up uh, Maliki's people. Oh, well, they're And, and Maliki's people say, oh, oh, I guess we didn't do that. Well, they did. And, and they did. And, and, then, and then, like, it was Der Spiegel. The German publication Der Spiegel, who did the interview with Maliki, yeah. who when he said that, so they sent their uh, interview, the recorded interview, over to the New York Times for you know here verify this. You yeah, know? everybody's verified, and, and yeah, everybody yeah, has. He said it. it was it was Maliki's own translator who was involved in in yeah. actually making the uh, the statement that he said, which was endorsing. The idea that in 16 months or so, uh, I think the Iraqis actually said December of 2010, which is like. 18 or 19 months different, no difference to speak of. Uh, And that's what Barack has been saying for a long time. There's a gradual troop withdrawal of one to two brigades a month until we're out. This kind of pulls the rug out from McCain. Well, it it certainly knocks the pins out from under him Uh on his calling card to be president, which is I understand uh, the world affairs and and strategy and all the rest of it. and, and, uh, And his timeline is somewhere in the next millennium. Next hundred years or so. Yeah, I mean, might, somewhere a hundred thousand years. He doesn't really know, and he doesn't care. Seem doesn't seem to care. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah. So in, it's, in reaction to this, a, yeah. a, a GOP operative who was quoting is saying, "We're effed." Yeah, yeah, we're effed because it does. It really there. There was a poll that came out last week that showed this huge gap, significant gap between when they asked the commander in chief question. Yeah. I love the way these uh, the news guys frame. This was the commander in chief question. And apparently, uh, McCain in a poll had about a forty-point lead on on who you want to see as commander in chief. Well, here's uh, here's uh, yeah, I know. And at this point in the campaign, we're talking July. It doesn't matter. Nobody. It's it's such a a weird question. So, but it does certainly hurt uh, McCain's credibility. And then he runs around right mm-hmm. afterwards trying to damage control, and he starts talking about things that don't don't exist. Jim, I'll take commander in chief for five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just so. U.S. forces shot dead the 17-year-old son of the governor of Salah Houdin province in Iraq. The killing occurred when U.S. forces raided a home in the town of Baji. Another relative of the governor was also killed in the raid. Yeah. Yeah. The first U.S. war crimes tribunal since World War II began at Guantanamo. Osama bin Laden's former driver, Salim Hamdan, was the first prisoner to face the military commission. Yeah. Uh, he'd been held at Guantanamo for over five years. His lawyer said he was subjected to sleep deprivation for a 50-day period mm-hmm. in 2003. Yeah, among other things, I'm sure. 
I'm sure there were other unpleasantries. I worked on a campaign once where I was subjected to sleep deprivation for 50 days. Does that count? Yeah, that may be. Does that count (laughs) as torture? And in some ways, you were tortured during that campaign because (laughs) I was working on it as well. And I I don't. Attorneys for the Canadian prisoner Omar Kadir released video footage of his interrogation at Guantanamo Bay. The then 16-year-old Kadir Kadir. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. Was seen in a distressed state and begging for help from Canadian officials. You saw the video. No, I haven't seen the video. Oh, my goodness. No, I haven't. I thought I I kind of downplayed this because it was so much in the news. I was thinking this was just eh, because the video, he was he was breaking down, weeping, uh, whispering sounds like, help me. Well, I didn't see it. Well. Which, you know, I mean, it's for a 15 year old being interrogated, but it wasn't one of those like shocking slap across the face videos. Yeah. And that's why I just kind of let okay. it go. But it was a big news thing. Yeah. It's all over the internet, and you saw it on news everywhere. Yeah. This, this kind of Apparently blurry surveillance yeah. kind of camera that we have right here at the KUCI studio. Absolutely. In there's, fact, there's right a, now, if yeah. if our uh, our uh, esteemed colleague Kevin Stockdale is watching, he yeah. can see me interrogating you. <laughs> he could be. And, and, no, and, no, he could. And Mike more is whispering. Help me. More appropriately, if he, if Help Kevin me. could see Nathan torturing me. There was be... no torture involved in this video. Oh, that's that's what I'm trying to tell you, oh, Mike. Right. No, there wasn't. Okay. They they made him distressed. Okay. <laughs> which is what well, I do to there you. There you go. A federal appeals court. Yeah. Appeals court ruled that President Bush can order the indefinite jailing of citizens imprisoned in the United States. An and appeals just, court said that he was it was yeah, okay. He said it's okie dokie. The five to four decision effectively reverses <sighs> last year's ruling that the administration cannot label U.S. citizens. Enemy combatants. We can be called enemy combatants when we go to jail now. The president, I'm going to go, you. People don't quite understand this. And not likely to happen, but it is possible. Yeah. And one of us could be labeled as an enemy combatant. By, and jailed by, indefinitely. Jail, without without in, any recourse. Without, yeah, without charge. Without that's charge. the deal. No. They can just say enemy combatant. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, well, again, one more example of why we need someone who will appoint judges who actually have respect for the rule of law. And some, that would be. Right, you are. Right. The Bush administration was reportedly planning in, on establishing a diplomatic presence in Iran for the first time in three decades. Well. But did you go to sleep last week? I, I'm just, exp- I am. The White sh- House will open a U.S. interest section in Tehran next month. I was, that was for effect. I, oh. I, I did know about this story. Yes, I did. Yes. Now it's, it's news, yeah. But this I mean, is but, for all the posturing we've done. Over of course, the last... this is this this is another example of George Bush, the appeaser. Mm-hmm. He's appeasing Iran. Now this was the charge right He's after not appeasing. You no, know that. No, no of course. Now, I am being sarcastic. Yeah. Barack Obama during the debate with Hillary Clinton made a remark about how he would negotiate with Aminajad and with uh, 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 Kim in yeah. North Korea okay. and all and these uh, these people. He said, "Look, you got to sit down and talk to these people." Yeah. And he was ridiculed, and then recently, when uh, what Bush was at the Knesset in uh, in Israel, basically called Barack an appeaser for specifically for this idea. Uh-huh. And here we are, what a month later. And then people talked, chattered about Neville Chamberlain yes. forever and yes. ever. The appeaser, the yeah. ultimate appeaser, of, and how Barack might be naive and unsophisticated and not understand the ways of the world. And this is one, you know, to them, this is one more example, or at least that's what they said. How can people even say that, given the current situation that the United States is in at this moment? It doesn't understand the situation in the world. We have a 
president that drove the country down, drove the economy down, put us at peril in the rest of the world, drove our opinion down in the rest of the world, and they're wondering about someone else uh, hurting our, yeah. our, our... Their level of understanding and expertise yeah. in world affairs. Oh, of course. I mean, the whole thing. I think, I really, truly think McCain is going to end up getting uh, in the election, I think, somewhere around 40, 40% of the vote. Maybe 30, 38. Yeah. I'd say 38 would be, yeah. It's not out of the realm of possibility for him to get 38% of the vote. This guy cannot get out of his own way, and it's only going to get worse. The Bush administration was reportedly planning on establishing a diplomatic presence in Iran for the first time in three decades. Did you hear about that, Mike? Yeah. I did hear yeah, about yeah. that. Yes. I just wanted to drive that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you sounded yeah. shocked. No. Bosnian Serb wartime president, Radovan Karadzic. Yeah. You know him? Yes, I do. Wanted for genocide in crimes during the Bosnian War. Yes. You, we all remember that. The What's slaughter that? of over, I think, uh, 7,500 uh, civilians in Srebrenica. Shab- there you go. Thank you. Was, was arrested near Belgrade after 11 years on the run. He was disguised and working as a doctor. Oh, yeah. well, a man, a man. Yeah, how can you be disguised uh, as a doctor? What was he doing, walking around with a stethoscope all day long? I think probably long? what he was doing. Yeah. I probably, I think that's probably pretty <laughs> Can accurate. Can I check your heart rate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah the guy's got to be a doctor. It couldn't possibly be, yeah. uh, you know, a mass murderer. Right. The other he guy was that arrested. They're, they're after the other guy, too. Ratko Nalovich, something like that, yeah. What a name. I know. Well, it's funny. You have to- Ratko. You have to whenever you see that's, a a C in a Slavic name, it's you have to say S H. Petko's Antichrist. Yes, Petko. Yes. Yeah, Ratko. Ratko. Now, anyway, Karadzic's arrest was one of the main conditions of Serbian progress toward European Union European Union membership, yeah. and maybe enough to secure Serbia's closer ties with the EU. And they might be in. Yeah, it's funny how these things work out. Yeah. This guy's been running around for, you said 11, it's been 13 years since he's been on the run for, for his crimes. And, 13? Yeah. And it says right here, 11. I know, but it's 13. What do you mean it's 13? I know it's 13. It was 95. You've been when, chasing him for no, 13 I, years? I read other reports on it. But it is odd the way these things kind of work out. They've been kind of on the bubble in terms yeah. of getting in the EU. And this has been the, a very... Big thorn in the uh, or big a big rock in this in this process of getting them into the EU, and all of a sudden he pops up one day, and everybody knows where he was. He was in Serbia somewhere. It's not like he's a guy that it's it's like a Bin Laden thing. I'm sure everyone in that part of Afghanistan or Pakistan, I should say, knows about where Bin Laden is. Yeah, just I mean they have some general idea he's in this area. Well, it's all what it's worth to you. Yes, and this is what my point is. is yeah. Suddenly I mean, it's, it's always, you do this all the time. S- suddenly it's You don't now, reveal something until it's worth something to you. I don't know if that's true, but I, countries I've do it. I've seen it happen. Countries do it all the time. Countries do it. People do it. People do it. All right. I can see that people do it, but it is, the timing is curious. It's what you'd expect. When, when there's pressure, then things happen. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It doesn't speak to any sort of news. People usually go, "Oh my God!" Yeah, it's, it, it, we can't believe this just happened. And there, when, yeah, yeah, when you would assume that it will be happening if yeah. if there are, is pressure applied. Yeah. The World Court ordered the Bush administration to halt the execution of five Mexican nationals sentenced on death row in the United States. The ruling came in a case that has seen the Mexican government accuse the U.S. of failing to inform Mexican death row prisoners of their right to counselor assistance. Yeah. That's a pretty basic. We like to call that habeas international corpus. International yeah. norm. 
Ecuador and Venezuela signed an agreement to build a large oil refinery. They're getting together on this now. Yeah. They're going to stick it to us. They are going to stick it to us. Venezuela. The refinery of the Pacific. Yeah. It, it kind of sounds like an amusement park or something, <laughs> doesn't it? It does a little bit, and, but it won't be very amusing Maybe for a us. theme restaurant. Yeah. The refinery of the Pacific will have a daily capacity of 300,000 barrels of crude oil. I thought you were going to say tourists, but anyway. Yeah. 300,000, and perhaps tourists. <laughs> yeah, per it's day. a further step towards regional integration. Yeah. Between Brazil, Ecuador, Venezuela, there's a lot of oil uh-huh. right around that area, and I'm sure they're going to stick it to us. Yeah. And in, in a, yeah, so. Well, stick it to you and me. Yeah. The yeah. oil companies aren't going to. The oil companies will continue to profit from yeah. it in some manner, but yeah, stick it to us. Well, U.S. lawmakers defied a White House veto threat and voted to bar CIA contractors from interrogating suspected terrorists in the latest clash over detainee treatment in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a nice step forward. Oh, I mean, they, these these people, are the the people that these and contractors stand outside the law. They stand outside the norms of international law. Yeah. And they, they're renegades anyway. Why was it ever the case that they were allowed to, to perform these in, investigative uh, sessions with these people, these enhanced... They're contractors. In, enhanced uh-huh. interrogation techniques. Yeah. Well, there's no law. I mean, but I remember the this was a few years ago when Bush was was asked, what is the law governing uh, Blackwater and these, and these contractors in Iraq? And he got a, a deer-in-the-headlight look about him. He said, I, I don't, don't know. know. I'll have to find out. <laughs> walked off the, I remember he walked right out of the press conference after that question, and, and no one he ever found out. He never did anything. And this is finally somebody is asserting some authority in the area, and it's at least it's late, but at least it's there. At least it's good. Blackwater's making an Air Force. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That was I saw that on NathanCallahan.com, dot com. By yeah, the way, yeah. they're putting together an air force. Yeah, I know. They have they have they little have, dirigibles. They're yeah, yeah, they have there, airships. But they also have helicopters yeah, that they're using helicopters. on raids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Transporting troops. And I think this is truly my conspiratorial part of my brain says that one of the reasons that we've had this open ended commitment to Iraq is to allow these private companies to develop into into a more sophisticated and well-rounded military operations so that come sometime down the line, they'll be called upon to essentially do the work of the U.S. military, the U.S. military has been doing. The longer they're in Iraq, the more uh, experience, the more money they get in order to do just what you're talking about, build up an air force, build up... When you start seeing them build ships, then you know that they're... they're, Well, that way Obama can say... All our troops yeah, are exactly. out of Iraq. That is, that is the dark side of all this. We have 150,000 yeah. contractors my, over there. My fear is that that's what Barack is going to end up doing, and I hope he doesn't. I hope he's smart enough to not do that. President Bush invoked executive privilege to keep Congress from seeing the FBI report of an interview with Vice President Dick Cheney and other records related to the administration's leak of CIA operative Valerie Plame's identity in 2003. So... What's going to happen? They are going to get the paper? They, they, no, no. They invoked executive privilege. Oh, okay. They yeah, did. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear the first part. Okay. The House Oversight Committee had subpoenaed Mukasey, you know, the AG, right, right. Attorney General over there, to hand over the documents, including the FBI report. And Mukasey said no. Yeah. And Waxman says he may try to hold Mukasey in contempt. Boy, this guy's been as bad as Gonzalez in some ways. The, yeah. the, the, in fact, worse in, in some ways because Gonzalez was such a dolt. That you could laugh and you could essentially poke holes in whatever he said and you could hold him up to ridicule. McCasey's smart enough 
sophisticated enough to st- not stand up and say something stupid, but to do the most venal kinds of things in terms of withholding of, a, of uh, what is rightfully ours as American people. The Congress has a right to this information. Venal? I, venal. How do you mean venal? I like just be just he he knows what he's doing is he has he has every he's misinterpreting no misinterpreting no, sound like bush yeah. misinterpreting the uh, constitution on purpose he's he's well, I, he's invoking everything on no purpose. He's, he, well he's invoking i think he truly believes what he's doing okay you well, want to, don't you no i know no you think i don't he's out to get you no i think he understands that this is about politics this is about this is about running out the clock until these guys can get out of office. That's what this is all about. Well, and I think also too he believes that he's protecting the country. I don't. I don't think he does. I don't. I think he, for whatever reason he thinks that it's politically better for him to do something he knows in his in his intellect is wrong. People so do things. That's well, because you're Catholic. I think people think do things all the time. Ta- people do things all the time. They know are wrong, but it serves a. A, an immediate interest as opposed to a long-term interest, and they do it because they think that somehow they'll beat the devil on this one. He, he bl- oh, I, I think he truly believes what he's doing, though, is protecting the country. Oh, maybe. I, I can't look into his brain. Maybe he does think it'll protect the country. But yeah. he knows intellectually, he understands that this is unconstitutional. This is, this is an assertion of power that, is not, uh, that has never been invoked in, in our history. He understands that. Well, we've been misinterpreting the Constitution. Okay, in, in his mind, we've yeah. been we have not been uh-huh. invoking the full measure of the Constitution right. when it comes to protecting information well, and withholding yeah. it from the. Okay, well, well maybe. That's, okay. The White House lost a showdown it. with Congress. Yeah. Well, you always assume the people are evil. You have an evil bent to you. You you draw evilness out of people. I draw ignorance out of people. I know you. you we've had this discussion, and, and, I, and I so just, you're going to call someone venal. Well, I just think that he's he truly believes what he's doing. Yeah. He's he just doesn't truly see the ramifications of it. And and you call yourself a Christian. I do, and you're not, because ultimately you have to go up on no, the cross. I, 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 you have to go up no, there and say forgive them no, for they know I, not what I, they do. I, right? If, if I'm a Christian, isn't that what you have to no, do? Uh, listen. Isn't that what you have to do? Just answer answer that one question and then go on. Okay. Forgive them for they know not what they do. exactly. Christ Uh, knew everybody was stupid, so he said, forgive them. They don't know what's going on here, but you won't do that from you, Casey. You have to call him venal. Yeah, I do. How is that Christian? Let me answer you. And you're the Christian. Let me answer the question. I'm an atheist. Let me answer the question. I do believe that the sinner deserves to be forgiven. doesn't mean that you have to mischaracterize or mislabel the action you have to and, and do give it a motive that is not clear they I, know not what they do he does know what he does oh okay all right that's why yeah, that's well, why that's where yeah. we differ in this, in I, this I guess, discussion i guess i know he knows the catholic church no, interprets I, well you're Christianity. Inter- well, for a guy who doesn't okay no i don't i i, I read the bible rather than listen to the pope i okay Hey, the White House had lost a showdown with Congress over cutting Medicare funding. The House and Senate voted to override President Bush's veto of a bill reversing his cuts in payments to physicians who treat Medicare patients and funding for premium assistance to the elderly and disabled. The administration's plan had stoked fears that doctors would opt out of treating Medicare patients altogether. Yeah. I don't know if I, I, I think the Democrats stoked fears. The, the, but, you know, or you know what I'm saying yeah. here. 
Yeah, they, that, and, and by, that is the other side right. of the coin here. Right. And, and by the way, yeah. I'm going to go back for 45 seconds and say, it's not as if people can't hold two thoughts at the same time. It's not as if Mukasey, in our example, in our discussion, cannot hold two different thoughts, knowing, in fact, that what he's doing is an obfuscation, is an attempt to block an inquiry, a legitimate inquiry into something that's yeah. illegal. You're absolutely right. right. Judge not. Right. You know what's f- curious about that commandment, too? Judge it's not, not telling you judge. not to judge. I right. always thought that was curious. It doesn't say, it says, go ahead and judge, but you're going to be judged yeah. in the process right. of judging. Right. So it's kind of a curious commandment. It, it shouldn't be in there because all it's doing, it's a warning. It's one of the 10 warnings. It's like, don't put your hand under the hot water. It's not saying that if you put your hand under the hot water, something bad will happen. It will, but it's just saying if you do, this will happen. The United States of America was becoming less united by the day. A 30-year gap now exists in the average less life expectancy between Mississippi in the Deep South and Connecticut in prosperous New England. Huge disparities, disparities have also opened up in income, health, and education, depending on where people live in the U.S., according to the American Human Development Index. Thank you, George so, Bush. So we're talking, yeah. Well, it's a, uh, you know. A I mean, it's, year, a, it's a 30 years. 30 right? year gap in life expectancy. That takes, that takes That's in, crazy. That takes in uh, the late uh, the late stages of Jimmy Carter all the way through till today. All right. The United States was ready to cut its ceiling for trade distorting farm subsidies to $15 billion a year to help unblock talks for global trade deal. $15 billion. $15 billion. That's so actually they're, they're a lot taking less. a step there. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. less. Financial analysts projected that as many as 150 banks could fail over the next yeah, 18 months. Yeah, yeah. Wachovia, you know that? Yeah, Fourth largest bank? Ma- massive layoffs. $8 billion second quarter loss, 10,700 jobs yeah. are gone. Yeah. It's funny as they just opened up two branches of yeah. Wachovia in, in the city I live in. Yeah. It's just two of them, and it's a small city, town, whatever. <sighs> the dollar declined to a record low against the euro. You have, are you no, I don't. I mean, you know, we're running out of time. I don't have any more comments because I mean, it's because you're a heathen. No, because I know that everything you say is true. Okay. I want, <laughs> <laughs> as long as that's true, <laughs> it's true. And finally, <laughs> in preparation for the upcoming Olympic Games, the city of Beijing completed work on cleaning up its English language signage. Oh including those near the Olympic Stadium that directed visitors to Racist Park, (laughs) now properly referred to as the Ethnic Minorities Culture Park. (laughs) Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.